Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more.
What a great song. Welcome to Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. This is Holly Stuffy, and I have a very special guest with me today, Daniel B. Holman, who's a, a very quite talented, inspirational painter, among other things that he just he's a visionary artist as well as many other things and I'm I have him live in the studio today. We're gonna to talk a lot about what made him start painting, these beautiful pictures that he's painted and just oh and his spiritual his spiritual message that he feels he wants to bring to the world that he is through his paintings. Um let me bring Daniel in. Daniel, are you there? Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Nice to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. Um, I love that song. That was a piece of music that you chose that you wanted to open up with today. Yeah, Change We Must, To Live yeah. Again. Message well, from a friend of, friend of ours, both. Yeah, I know. <laughs> John, what a great guy. And you know, I remember I remember hearing that song for the very first time and I thought it was so cool. And I know that you've done um you actually did a couple of video you did one video I think with um his music, correct? Now someone else made that video and he called me about it, um asking if I had made it and was wanting to get some video work done. But I wasn't the person that made it. They just used my artwork. Oh well. Just use your artwork. Your artwork is amazing. For everyone that wants to go to Daniel's site while we're on the, while we're on the air, it's www.awakenvisions, A-W-A-K-E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N-S dot com. Um, so, Daniel, I mean, your site is really, it's, it's quite beautiful, and I love the heart Mandela's and all the different things that you do. And, if, you know, when you look at Daniel's art, you're going to say, Oh my gosh, I I know that piece of art because I know for myself that's how it was. Where I saw your art, I'd been I'd been looking at your art for years before you and I actually met in person, and I was just like blown away. You're here. I'm sitting with the creator of this amazing art, and um, your inspira- your paintings are so inspirational and have such an impact on so many people. So, um, why don't we talk a little bit about? about who you are and how you came to be painting and what me what what was that what was that um catalyst that caused you to um create this amazing art this is just so cool Well there's different levels to that answer there's more a uh, mundane level of uh just kind of the story <laughs> of how my life unfolded and then there's a more uh-huh. uh level which is um that it's in my genes, uh, just like different uh, physical characteristics are in my genes, so are mm-hmm. um, gifts of various psychological and, and uh, personality type um, gifts that that that, uh, that we have. That this is kind of a new new discoveries and stuff. And I'm reading this book called The Gene Keys and doing the Golden Path uh, around it, which is a process of going kind of personalizing and going through it. But it's uh, but it is in my genes. That's part of my makeup is to uh, champion the um, the cause of of uh, humanity's awakening to our oneness mm-hmm. awareness or unity consciousness, and to live in accordance with that awareness. And the frequency that that is um, uh, kind of transmitted from a lot of the images is uh, a relatively high one that sort of depicts a lot of that with the use of light emanating uh, from a center, which is, you know, depicting the, um, you know, the nature of, of our consciousness behind manifestation, behind form. So, you know, it's kind of um, different layers. I could tell the story if you're interested or you can ask questions, whatever. We all about want my to know. Yeah, no. Involved. Let's look, I want to hear the story. I want to hear the story. Well, the story was uh, I never really thought of art so much when I was a young teenager. Um, I don't know, I was, I was 14 or 15 maybe, and my sister brought over uh, a friend, of a boyfriend of hers, and he was working with this day glow paint that goes in a black light in his room, and he, I was kind of interested in that because of all the psychedelic art that was starting to show up in the culture 
This is around 1966, maybe going into late 66, early 67. So it was like getting kind of psychedelic in the um, in the San Francisco Bay Area because I grew up in San Jose. <clears throat> so anyway, I got my own set of paints after him showing me what he was doing. And it was kind of like a lot of the art that you'd see on album covers and things. And I started dabbling with that. And then in uh, when I became a junior in high school, which was maybe uh, close to a year later, <clears throat> um, we had an assignment by uh, our English teacher to read three books, and it was going to be our term paper to tie these three books together on a certain theme. And I read The Prophet by Cahil Gibran, and I read um, Siddhartha by Herman Hesse, and the book on the taboo against knowing who you are by Alan Watts. Now, Alan Watts, that book there was like really the one that was the main book because it described, you know, the, the illusion of our ego and how we're all part of the same one um, awareness consciousness. And so it had this, it was kind of like the Eckhart Tolle author of the times in the 60s. And I read these books, and I wrote this term paper called Man's Role in the Universe and got an A-plus on it, and the English teacher was just amazed. And then that weekend, uh, that was a Friday when I got the, the, the paper back, and that weekend I was home alone for some reason. My dad was out of town and my sisters were gone. And so I took some LSD, some really nice LSD, and I totally transformed my whole life. That's great. Because I, I, I realized I was laughing because I realized that I'd just been like in my head with all this information, even though I was really psyched about it. But I actually experienced what I had been talking about in my term paper and in these books. And I experienced the the nature of just pure consciousness uh, as I was sort of my attention was kind of in that area from doing all this work, you know, this this term paper. So anyway, that shifted my life to uh, having this like spiritual taste of nirvana, so to speak, or, or pure consciousness. And it set me out on that path as being the most important thing in my life to um, understand that more and to embody it as opposed to just having a taste of it with the altered you know, chemistry. So... As time went on, I pursued spiritual interests and then came around back to art later when I was reading a book called, um, I think, Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow. And um, this got to be into the uh, mid-80s. And so I realized, well, I really enjoyed doing this painting when I was in high school, and this drawing and stuff, so I started to become a painter. And I had this theme of just, you know, depicting spiritual qualities and essences and had this idea, well, once I become like an artist, I can use that money to support my spiritual mission, which is to help other, to both myself, to stabilize myself and and to uh, help others on that path. And so that's basically been the story of my life. So you, so you were able to do that and that was, that's, a pretty big story that's a pretty big story for you i think that i know you more that you also with what you're working on different collections and stuff you have so many different avenues that you go down um i would love to know i would love to know what kind of uh inspiration you've gotten recently on some of the paintings because i know that you do a lot of dolphin paintings and um the ocean and then you also have a lot of heart paintings with hearts what what inspires you to create certain pieces well the the uh, more the sea stuff and the dolphins was really early on that's quite a while mm-hmm. ago and i was inspired by other artists and i really felt good and i I had swam with dolphins. Actually, I swam after I did the paintings, but that was a love of mine was the dolphin consciousness and so just what they embody, which is this freedom and uh, play and um, uh, community and just a lot of these like, kind of higher frequency ideals that, that a lot of humans aspire to, and they're living it, and they're um, 
you know, they're, they don't have a lot of possessions and materialism. They're just enjoying themselves, just playing, you know. Mm-hmm. They also and help that, people. They help yeah, one another uh, and they help too. So they have this, like, um, heart energy about them as well. So that was got, what we got started was just they felt good to me and I liked that. And then over time, mm-hmm. uh, I've gotten more into doing, like, hearts and light emanation and other things like that in recent times just because that's what seems to grab my my uh, my attention as far as what turns me on and what I like. And I, the, what's recently inspired me the most is this uh, thing called the Venus Sequence, which is a uh, one of three parts of a thing called The Golden Path mm-hmm. by Richard Rudd, mm-hmm. who wrote the Gene Keys book. And it's um, it's a process of, of, of introspection and looking within to discover what are the uh, armor that we've put up over time throughout our, to- uh, uh, you know, our childhood and so forth that prevents us from living in the heart all the time without being uh, thrown off by life's curves and by other people projecting onto us or other people uh, being mean or nasty or attacking us or whatever, but being able to live in our hearts all the time uh, stably um, without, you know, trying to mentalize it or or, uh, do different strategies and um, really disarming our the armor that we have around our hearts mm-hmm. uh, by really thorough looking at that. So that's kind of what's been inspiring me recently as I'm just toward the end of that process, which is actually takes quite a few weeks and sometimes months or even years to do. Oh, sure, no. And I know that the last time you and I spoke, and it was so funny, I you had talked about doing a Zen series, and then you said, oh, I haven't even, I, I picked it up and started doing it. What 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 is it that um, you just pick it up and if it feels right then you do it and you go from there? It's hard to say because I don't just usually I I mean it's not that common I just sit down and just start painting it's usually something uh, I I don't know it's so like you ever have this may not be a good analogy but you know sometimes you just like feel like sex it's just mm-hmm. a little thing that just it's just a little impulse in you, uh-huh. and that's a, that's that's a rough analogy. But I just get a little impulse that I just like feel like doing something, or maybe somebody else asked me to do something because I do pretty well with invitations, meaning other other people want me to make something for a a book cover or a CD cover or something. So I start getting into the creative mode, and then I branch off sometimes and just do my own thing once I'm in that mode. But it's it's definitely a mode to be in where I open up to. Um, you know, it's kind of like letting letting the uh, inspiration come from that uh, hard to describe higher place or larger, yeah. greater. Yeah, and just sort of through, and it's like I sit there and I I I somewhat am involved, but I, there's also definitely a um, an, uh, a kind of an, being an instrument type of a nature to it. Mm-hmm. Or letting myself be an instrument, just kind of like doing, uh, getting involved in a in a kind of a um, discretionary way, but mostly just letting it happen. Yeah, no, I, and you know what's really cool is that I've seen, I've your art is just absolutely beautiful. Um, I mean, I I have. A few of my, I mean, I can't say there's even one favorite piece I have because there are so many to choose from. But at different times in my life, they've all all spoken to me, as I'm sure with you when you're doing, um, creating something. I know that you also put words into some of your paintings, like the one that has truth and love in it, and a couple others that have words in it. are those words that speak to you at that time? Well, yeah, at the time and also now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that one mandala where I have the uh, truth, uh, I think, un- un- union. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the other I'm words? I'm looking at it, yeah. Um, love and something else. But anyway, those are kind of universal little... Uh, uh, concepts and and um, 
areas of of uh, life that I I like to champion and to um, bring more into the world, bring more stability mm-hmm. in those. You know, mm-hmm. there's so, so much shadow like going on. There's so much yeah. uh, that's coming to the the forefront right now in our big greater world. That I, it's like, well, there's a lot of people like me that are bringing as much light as possible and kind of raising the frequency rather than perpetuating the low frequencies. You know, I agree with you on that, and um, I think that you honestly, um, by by putting these out, almost they're almost like affirmations in a painting. I feel that maybe it'll invoke people and help raise people's vibrational levels a lot more which I found a lot in your paintings when you look at things at certain times they really lift they really affect the the whole the whole spiritual part of someone if they're open to that if they understand that um and it's not a matter of even understanding we all have it it's just a matter of where it it, it actually touches you and i know that you have had a lot of pieces that have actually invoked a lot of emotions in people and even brought people to tears and um some of the they are some of the most beautiful paintings I'm reading some of the things that people have written about your paintings and your creations and they're they're really they're really unique um you have a very different style to your painting and yes there are a lot of people out there now that are trying to copy you but there's never going to be another Daniel B Holman I mean you're your stuff is uh, is is going to be there forever. Um, I think a lot of these images are just something that's going to be there for a long time. Um, I do want to bring to every, everyone's attention that if they do go to the website on awakenvisions.com, um, uh, Daniel, are you are you still have do you still have the store online? Because I see everything on here. You're doing everything now. You're doing stationery, notepads. Clocks, well, um, that's on some of the images. I haven't been very good at kind of uh, the commercial end of things. Mm-hmm. And I all I really have, other than uh, the 12 posters that I have some inventory of, mm-hmm. uh, that are older images, the popular ones, um, but I have a lot of the images on Zazzle as different products, but then most of the new stuff that I've done in the last few years, I haven't even uploaded the templates for different Zazzle things. It's just kind of too tedious for me to be doing, but I need to attend to that at some point so people can buy their different um, merchandise that they want with the different newer images on them. But, if yeah, it goes through Zazzle.com. I have a storefront there, you know, and then you have to kind of do a song and a dance to it's get amazing. the images all on there. Oh, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I looked a lot at it, and it's it's pretty cool, and I see that you pretty much branched out in all different things. It was funny. I was having a conversation last night about your art, and uh, it was brought to my attention by this person that they felt that would be really cool to have your your uh, art on a CD, an actual CD, um, not just the cover, the actual CD itself, um, and type of a hologram type thing, which I thought was yeah. a really unique idea that she came up with. Um, well, again, and, in fact, let, let's use this broadcast to put the word out there. I really would love to have a business partner that knows, uh, has a mind for um, making a business and mm-hmm. conducting it in a way that's lucrative uh, around the artwork, because I don't really have a mind for that. Mm-hmm. And um, my nose is, is kind of... Uh, the wrong nose for that sort of stuff. I'm more into like, uh, you know, just getting the word out and working with people on their paths and 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 that sort of thing. But anyway, if there's someone out there listening or that knows someone even that might be a good candidate for that, that wants to be involved with a cool guy <laughs> and uh, do the business angle of things, I'd love to to partner with someone because you know that it, it's nice to have people that have different specialities, what their forte is that, that matches, and mine certainly is not business. Mm-hmm. Well, you you are very much of a, vis- a visionary, 
and you also are um, walking your spiritual path. And I know that a lot of what you do um, is reflected in your lifestyle as well. Um, <clears throat> I know that you're really into eating um, good food, um, the right kind of food for a healthy. Um, I know that you're really also inspired by the earth and, and helping the earth a lot. So earth's awakening. Um, I, I see that a lot, too. So you're involved in a lot of different um, things that align with your art. What are you currently working on right now um, as far as art goes? Right now I'm I'm experimenting with this. Uh, w- one of these new images that I came out with, this is uh, I posted recently. It might be nuts. Another, another heart image, but it's a different variation of it. Mm-hmm. Um I'm doing a blow-up of that because there's a lot of detail in it uh, on some different types of materials, some on canvas and some on uh, fabric. And then I'm going to uh, touch them up, which I've been thinking about doing and talking about doing for a long time, of having a print and then touching it up with actual um, metallic paints and and, um, uh, other paints. And uh, that's that's the area that I'm currently doing in the process of doing right now, yeah, which is doing original think, touch up onto prints. Oh yeah, and you know I think that I, I I'm super excited to see what you're going to be coming out with because I know that a lot of different things you do are just so so unique and so one of a kind. Um, we did we did create. At one point or another, um, we did create, I did a, in, an art installation in um, a virtual world, which was really cool. And uh, we had a lot of Daniel's art in world and in the process of revamping the, the gallery in world in Second Life, which it gave people a lot of, a lot of, gave other people that weren't able to tune into it in other areas a chance to really see it. Um, I know that a lot of it is really speaks to a lot of people. So a lot of people are going to have different favorites and stuff like that. What are you leaning towards? What do you, um, I, I guess it's what you're creating right now that you're really involved in, right? That's kind of like where you're at with some of the favorite things you're doing. I have other ideas in my mind of different things that I want to be doing, some of which I just mm-hmm. can't do right away. Uh, there is a lot of work with, uh, I want to find someone that's really good at animation because I'm very, um, I, I just don't have the bandwidth for learning the high-tech possibilities that are there. But uh-huh. I love animating. I don't really see a place where that would be something that would be a moneymaker, but it sure could be something that could be enjoyed by a lot of people, which is my priority. And I like um, some of these festivals that they have, and they have these VJs, you know, that play videos uh-huh, to the yeah, music. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I'd love to get on some of those things where people are enjoying the the uh, uh, certain um, transitioning uh, imagery that I make, uh, a lot of which is not even online, that stuff that I've never even published, but it's just variations on different things that I have on the computer. And I think some of that could be really cool in that, done, you know, kind of uh, made into different videos. I like that. And then I like, there's other oil paintings that I have ideas of that I've not quite gotten to yet. They're just sort mm-hmm. of um, kind of feelings that I have. It's kind of hard to describe them because they're, I can get vague vague uh, visual impressions of them, but it's more of a feeling, sensing of, of what, I'm, what I'm wanting to, to create. But I also want to have mention you... something you said when earlier, yeah. like, you know, uh-huh. where you were kind of touting me a little bit, but... You know, there's a lot of artists out there that are better artists than I am, and a lot of them, these new people, like I've seen some of them at some of these festivals, like the Enchanted Forest that was last mm-hmm. year, and they're having another one this year, I believe, mm-hmm. up in the Redwoods. And there's like these little kind of mini Burning Man type uh, festivals, although they are still can be fairly large. And uh, there's a lot of artists, visionary artists, and some of them are just magnificent in their imagination and in their execution of their work. And I really like, it's more like uh, if I can serve to inspire other artists to do their own version of whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm really happy that 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 takes place. That's very, 
that's a very nice compliment to receive. And uh, I really, it's really true that there's a lot of them that are better than I am. So it's like, yeah, carry the torch with the younger generation and um, and go take it further, you know. Yeah, but what's to say what's better than the next? You can't really say, I mean, for me, this is what it's about with me with art. If I see something that talks to me and really grabs me, and honest to God, I told you this when you and I met and um, that time we had lunch, and I talked to you and I told you that, your art has been pieces, there are certain pieces in your collection that I had looked at many, many, many times before I even knew who Daniel B. Holman was. And I told you that. And that the, the pieces are just so beautiful. I mean, each one is so unique in its own way. You use a lot of, um, uh, some religious, so to speak, let's say spiritual, spiritual um uh, different references to pieces in here. Um, I see that you do, um, you, you switch it out a lot. There's also one piece in here that's really unique that I've never, see, I, I've never seen you do it. It's uh, 1969. That's a really unique piece. Oh, that piece. was one of my early ones after I was getting some, that, I was telling you that story, that guy that showed me how to paint mm-hmm. with the psychedelic paints. And mm-hmm. I first painted the cover of my, uh, you know that how you can have a, a cover to your light on the, yeah. in the middle of your bedroom in the ceiling. Uh-huh. Painted, I painted that and then got a little black light bulb there and it was pretty trippy. Oh, how funny but, um, with the paints, yeah. And then after that, I made this uh, in art class. We were learning pen and ink, and so I learned how to use pen and ink. And then I got a rapidograph, which is sort of like a fancy pen and ink, and was drawing on my own after school. I would draw that. Uh, that and then color it in and I, a lot of what I was using as inspiration was uh, the posters of the times for the concerts each week at the Fillmore and the Avalon yeah, Ballroom. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I would alter I them see, and, you know, my own version. of I see of them John Lennon in here. I see him to the far yeah. left on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And I see some Grateful Dead references in here. So that and, was done in um, 1969 as one of my, that was actually my first a full art piece that I did, and everyone loved it. So that's when I got a sense that, like, well, I can I can do pretty good work, you know. I can do stuff. Mm-hmm. I can do art. Yeah, well, it's it's pretty amazing. And also, Bleeding Rose is very, very interesting as well, too, because there's a, a lot of meaning to that picture. Um, in beauty, there can also be, you, say, you know, you say here, some people shy away from blood, no need not negative it's the nectar of the heart yeah i can right. um, if, I see if people that. Are, are shy away from uh the shadow work and stuff like that which i feel is critical to our mm-hmm. salvation and our and our 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 unfoldment our evolution is to f- embrace and um transform the shadow within us into the light and uh, that whole thing of the bleeding rose, I, actually, that was I, that was during a, I did that during a time period when I was working on some imagery for a a local a friend of mine. It's actually one of my closest friends who was starting an organization called Bay Area Sacred Kink. So it was kind of like this sex uh, um, organization, and I was working on that, and I got into like uh, doing some of the stuff myself uh, on my branching off onto some stuff that that looked good to me, and that's what came of that. And um, but it had a, a different symbolic, you know, symbolism to me than than what the the work I was doing with them. That's, that's isn't that funny though cool. that that was what that story was behind that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your your background um, when you were young a young man as you say in 1969 um, that you um, had been an avid deadhead <laughs> that you read Rolling Stone magazine and they were into Scientology saying it was beyond LSD so um, that was very Where that's it, a very that on my web- analogy uh huh I'm looking is that at the website, website right now yeah. Is that on my bio? Yeah, under a young man. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Rolling Stone magazine. That, that was Tom Constantin, who was the organ player of the Grateful Dead at the time, talking. And I met him when I first got into Scientology in 1969. 
And, uh-huh. uh, yeah, he was all into it and um, thinking that it was the answer and it was saying it was beyond LSD and they were going to levitate the stage and all these things about it. And I was off on that for quite a few years until I finally realized that it's not what they claimed it was. It was more like ego aggrandizing, and um, they didn't have any sense of unity consciousness. It was more just uh, power rather than heart. And so I, I left it, and, you know, it was kind of a little bit of my tail between my legs because I thought it was the the way to enlightenment for a while, but it wasn't. It was mis- misleading. It was actually a good experience for me to have on on those types of things because they're very um, full of dark energies claiming to be light, which a lot of religions and other spiritual organizations have some of those qualities in them, you know. So it's mm-hmm. good, a good lessons for me to have. That's interesting. You know, you and I have talked um, so many times and that's never been brought up and I'm just now seeing it for the first time. And I've, I have to tell you a really funny story. Um, I have a friend that actually was sitting in a room with about four other science fiction writers, and his name is Harlan Ellison. And um, L. Ron L. Hubbard was sitting in the room with these other people, and he says, I'm going to make up a religion, and it's going to be like a science fiction novel, and everyone's going to believe it. Well, that's kind of where it all happened. That's how it was created from what I understand, and and um, and then it got a little bit bigger. So I don't want to make this whole show about Scientology, but um, yeah, I'm glad you you're where you're at now, and you see what you're what you're doing. And I see such beautiful things in your art. And um, I didn't know that you were around that. That's so interesting. I'm reading about that now. And all this time I've known you, I never knew anything about Scientology in your life. Interesting. Well, that was a long time ago. You know, that was mm-hmm. in the 70s. Yeah, I see that. That's that's pretty interesting. Um, I know that you um, are also inspired by um, writers and different things that are going on. Have you, um, who are some of the your favorite authors besides Eckhart Tolle that I see a lot of uh, things in that through these pictures? Well, I've read a lot of books by different teachers, you know, like Adi Ashanti and Gangaji and Eli Jacksonberry and various other ones. But the one that I'm like, that dwarfs them all by far is uh, Richard Rudd from England. That's uh, R-U-D-D, who wrote the Gene Keys book that's like taking off like crazy everywhere. I mean, there's a there's this big um, uh, metaphysical bookstore here in Centerville called Open Secret, and one of the employees there is telling me because he's into it too and he says you know we have this right on the front counter and um i tell people if there's and there's like thousands of books in this store you know different Mm -hmm. uh, metaphysical books and he says if there's one book you're going to get in this bookstore this is the one to get because it's so profoundly um i don't know what to say it's so profoundly accurate and impactful on people's lives i'm just I'm like consider myself a connoisseur of of spiritual teachings and books and of that nature and uh, organizations that are affiliated with things and th- of that nature and and this one is like dwarfs everything that I've come across. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm actually I, I, my yeah. my whole work from making the artwork be more of a uh, branch of my ministry that I have that's not been real active as far as the actual ministry goes and mm-hmm. making the ministry, turning people on to this material and helping them guide them through it. Yeah, I think I think that there is a journey in each of your pictures that anyone could possibly take in a spiritual sense as well as whatever it means to them. I do notice we have do have quite a lot of uh, live listeners and a few people in the chat room. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, I have Daniel B. Holman, um, a friend, inspirational painter, and um, I'm Holly Steffi. This is Red Velvet Media. And if you'd like to call in, we can take calls if anyone would like to call in, and the number is 347-677-1036. And if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes afterwards and also on demand on Red Velvet Media. 
I just ha- I just want everyone to know where they can listen to this live afterwards um, if they did miss any of it. Daniel, um, what I know that you were um, you work out of your studio in your house, right? That's what you yes. do most of the time. Do you ever do yes. any on location stuff? Do you ever go anywhere and just paint? Never have. I've that always done it at some- home. That might be something cool to do. Um, yeah, well, there's a lot of those people, a lot of artists, young artists are doing that at these festivals now where they're actually out there with their canvases and their paints and painting during the festival and people come by and watch and talk to them and stuff. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It really appealed to I me think. to do that. It just seems kind of like, well, I'd rather be uh, playing and engaging than creating while I'm in, in that sort of an environment. Yeah, no. Yeah, if you're out at like a at a concert or you want to enjoy the music and stuff, I know that you're a real music person too, and I know that you like to listen to music um, while you're creating. Um, and I know that a lot of times um, you also like to have a certain vibe. Do you do things around certain times of the year, different paintings around different times of the year that seem more you're feeling like around the holidays and stuff like that? Do you do anything? No, I don't have any that I'm aware of. I don't have any seasonal kind of uh, persuasions. Mm -hmm. It's more linked to just how I'm evolving personally and what, where I'm kind of located and how open I can allow myself to be to let uh, inspiration kind of flow through. Mm -hmm. What, if you could say any few pieces that you created so far, because I know that you've got quite a lot. Are there any that stick out in your mind that really um, there's a story behind it that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I'm not so sure about that. Um, some of them are kind of personal. Mm-hmm. Um, involving, One that really you know, gets me is Star Wolf. I love Star Wolf. That one's beautiful. Well, that was actually a, a woman named Linda Starwolf who has a retreat center in, uh, I think, uh, North Carolina or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she she kind of described what she wanted, and I made that for her website. And then I, when I was in the process of making that image for her as kind of a imagery she was asking for, I kind of branched off and made my own version of it too. Mm-hmm. But... Um, there's and you wrote some poetry too, as well, to that. That was to her, yeah. That was actually to her, wrote, written to her. But there's um, there's a couple of them that stand out that I particularly like. One of them is called, uh, what is it called? I'm looking. Oh yeah, it's the one um, Awakening 2012. Which one <laughs> is that? Let's. Just on the top row of the gallery, and that one to me kind of depicts this place. It's it's not a specific image; it's more of a feeling quality of places that I've visited in mm-hmm. consciousness, in my different little tastes of uh, higher frequency consciousness. And that mm-hmm. one sort of seems to capture, especially when it's uh, in, enlarged more, and you see it more close up. Um, it captures some of those the essence of some places of uh, that I've visited. And then there's... Um, I see that one. That one's really beautiful. I like also the... Uh, um, a dolphin's heart is really beautiful, too, as well. Look at the colors and the waves and the sun and the sky. That's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. It's beautiful. But I see the one, um, Awakening 2012. Um, I see that there... Um, I can see different spheres. I, I can see this could actually be a vibrational type energy painting as well because I see a lot of energy in that painting. Um, and there's one that's one of my favorites called Heart uh-huh. Mandela 13, which is down way down low on the vertical uh, section, on okay. the first row of the vertical section, Heart Mandela 2013. And that is really special to me. It's kind of an update of uh, Hartman, uh, Heart Constellation, which was an early one I did about 15 years ago. And this one is just 
it's got more of the spectrum of colors in it that just really appealed to me, you know, some reds and blues and mm-hmm. golds and those sort the of colors. The Truth is beautiful, too. That one is unbelievable, the colors in that, where you have truth in the middle. Thank Christ you. Christ of Truth. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, looking for the Heart Mandela. Um, it's, on the, uh, it's on the first row, the fifth one over of the uh, vertical section. I see it. Is, I see it. Yeah, love that one. That one's one of the ones that I actually looked at and I had embraced so much in my life. I just love it. Um, another one that I'm seeing as I'm enlarging it and making it bigger, you have you have quite a few pieces on here that are new that I have never seen. Um, I know Welcome Home is really beautiful. That's really a neat picture. That's um, one of the oldies. Angel. Yeah. yeah. And there's um, one at the far right called Mio Meditator Light. Do you see that one on that same row? Uh-huh, uh-huh, the, yep. That's one that was inspired after taking some 5-MeO-DMT and having this kind of uh, uh, blowout of uh, going to the, you know, a very high-frequency place, I guess could be described as close to the Godhead or something like that. And um, try to depict that in some sort of, uh, you know, painting it was not real easy, but it sort of gives a general general idea anyway of different levels of um, of frequency that one can access in these human bodies. And I think I think also there's a catalyst behind everything too, and that's where your intention is. I think that um, your intention is. Is always on, 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 I know that you have a mission statement. I'm trying to find that again. I knew it by heart. And I know that you have certain things that you stand by, integrity, truth, love. I'm trying to find that. Where is that on here? So on my Facebook page, I say I'm in, that, I, that, that this artwork and, and my uh-huh. life is service to our direct connection with creator slash source and living in alignment mm-hmm. with that awareness. And I sometimes modify that to say... Uh, living in alignment with that awareness of unity consciousness. That's beautiful. That's kind of, yeah. to me, what it's about. is like all these things that you mentioned, like um, the food and the environmental consciousness and social justice awareness of uh, and, and everything that's, it, it sort of becomes very clear in an otherwise very confusing, uh, you know, world uh, landscape. Mm-hmm. of, you know, what is possible and what is desirable living from unity consciousness, and not just as a mental thing, but as an experience that one has had and to some degree through meditation or psychedelics or just through natural process in life or whatever it happens. But, you know, feel a lot of times people feel that sense of connection to the greater one in different mm-hmm. degrees, and having that experience and really knowing that that's a um, a very important, significant, sacred experience that that uh, is not something where you're bl- blind faith following something from some book that was written five thousand years ago when they didn't even have dentists, <laughs> and they're using that as their wisdom base is kind of ridiculous, but. Um, all the you know all the all the valid things that are say in the Bible or the Koran or are certainly in modern works as well and even well better stated as far as I'm concerned not cloaked in this old lingo that's hard to understand. But anyway, yeah, I um, I champion that you know just living from that awareness and I've had decades of of experience with different degrees of uh, maybe making some divergence and some uh, mistakes or falling down from uh, wherever I might be living from and learning and growing all the while, but always having that as the backdrop of my life, you know, since I was 16. Yeah, you know, I wanted to ask you, um, have you, I know your art is in a lot of people's collections. I know a lot of people have a lot of pieces. Have you ever been commissioned to do anything, a certain piece 
for different things besides like you did the thing for the wolf with the wolf. Um, someone asked you to do something for their website. Um, do you take on personal commissions? Absolutely. So I do all the time. No, I mean, not, not that I have had a lot recently, but over the years I've had many instances of that, yeah. Do you want to um, give people, um, how would anybody reach you? Through the website is probably best. And also, Daniel, yeah, go to the website, on... look it over, and see if there's something that speaks to them, and then uh, contact me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and like again, if there's someone that has some ideas for this artwork of uh, you know building a business with it, I'd love to to uh, partner up with them and have them go to town. And I think that there's someone that that loves that stuff that could do well with it, and it would be um, helpful to me too. Oh yeah. Allow me to even more on that. what I'm really wanting to do, which is spend time with people uh, on their, you know, kind of giving them a little inspiration and, and doing some public events where I'm doing presentations with the artwork and then little talks. That's another thing mm-hmm. that I'm wanting to do more of. I think a, suppose, a symposium-type environment and then you talking to people. And I see there's one picture here that's really cool, Daniel, where you actually have people in your home in 1969, where you have people in your home with your paintings around. Um, that's oh, 1969, really, that's, that's really uh, cool. 19, that was uh, mid-1990s. Oh, 1996, excuse me, I was backwards. 1996, sorry about that. Um, that's really cool. You invited people into your home, and uh, they got to see uh, I saw this thing. I did this for five years. For so the first ten months, I did it every Friday night, and then after that, the first Friday of each month for five years, it was called Vision Dance, and we had a gathering. It was by invitation only or word of mouth only, I should say. And so cool people would come, and we would socialize and snack and then have a circle sharing for about an hour and then have dance music and hot tub and more partying and stuff. And it was a wonderful place for people to meet and connect and share themselves in a healthy environment. That's great. That's really, really great. Um, when have you done, when was your last one that you did like this? I think that that photo was from maybe the last one or the second to the last one. I'm not sure. Uh, that was 19, the end of 1996. I had a big yeah, house. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can see that. And I don't that. have that anymore. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I like is uh, if there's someone that has a big house that they like to kind of have me share with them, uh, I'm open to that because I have to move um, soon, like in the next month or so. And oh, I'm you just still looking have at to different do that? Options. You didn't work that out, What's, huh? What's that? You didn't work that out. You still have to move. Uh, still, it's still, I have time until I have till the beginning of May, mm-hmm. so I still have a, over a month. But uh, that's something that's before me now is to find my next uh, landing. You know, like where where I'm going to be, and it'd be great to uh, to partner up with someone on a, a bigger home that needs some of my uh, energy in it, or oh, that yeah, would like no, that some of my energy. That. <laughs> That, well, I don't think anyone would want to turn you away, Daniel, with your energy. You um, have beautiful spiritual energy, and um, I can speak from experience just being around you and talking with you and seeing your art and knowing how you create and just your background and stuff. It's it's really interesting. You have a message for the world, and it's obvious. Um, I personally think that these pieces are pieces... Have you... Have you considered doing another showing at all? Are there because I know a few galleries that I could um, talk with you about. Um, maybe I don't really have the uh, capital to invest in the prints and the frames and all that because it costs you know ends up costing thousands of dollars in in upfront costs to do that. So mm-hmm. again, that's where someone that would be like a maybe a business person that would know how to. Uh, make money with this stuff rather than spend money um i i just it just doesn't quite click as well with me as someone that knows what they're doing well, that's, experience that's, then we're going to put that out there i i think i may know someone but i do know someone that um i think that's involved in some of the harmony festivals and stuff that might be a really good person um, for you to partner up with and maybe, 
let you be more creative, and also we're going to find you a new home to create in. <laughs> yeah, they're selling this place. I'm actually in a really nice place. that You haven't seen it. It's uh, on the water in uh-huh. San Rafael. I mean, you look you look down from my deck and you see water. It's right on the water, really nice. And they're selling it, and um, I'm like, okay, what do I? What's the next chapter for me? And what's going to serve my mission the most, the best? And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm just taking in different options and possibilities and kind of contemplating on on where I might go next. Yeah, no, that's very cool, and. I, I think um, if anyone's out there that would like to reach Daniel, please do so by reaching out to him on his website, and also he is on Facebook, and um, he is available to do any kind of commissioning at all that you would like to have done. And um, let's see, I would like to, I, I'm going to put the word out there to a friend of mine I know that's an animator too. That maybe maybe he would have some ideas too for you. As far as um, you know, networking and stuff, getting you in on um, some different things. You can email Daniel also on the site. Um, there is a direct email Daniel link on the site, and please, um, any you know, serious people only um, respond to this. And uh, I like Daniel. to joke around. I'm actually a pretty funny guy. I know you are. But um, I'm teasing we here. want to get you in the right place, so <laughs> there you go. But you know, definitely go to the store if you see if you go to the wake the Awakening Vision site, awakeningvisions.com, and you see a piece Awaken, on there Awaken, that you like. What? Awaken Vision, not Awakening. Awaken Visions, right? Awaken Visions, A W A K E N V I S I O N S dot com. If you see a piece on there that you like, you can click on it. And as I'm clicking on it, um, you know, there you see that you can get a greeting card or you can actually buy prints. I know that you have some prints that are available. And um, I think these are beautiful. These are just so beautiful. So now if somebody wants to get in touch with you and wants to have you do a personal piece for them, they could just go ahead and email you. Yeah, or my phone number is on the website as well. They can either call or email. Okay, I thought I was. And thank you very much for uh, for uh, having me on your show. I'm sorry. Oh no, I love having you on the show. Are you kidding? You're Uh like, you know, I wanted to have you on your plus because you know I had Patricia Corey on um, just recently, and I know that your paintings and your visions of the dolphins and stuff are things that she really enjoys as well. So uh, I think that's really important. I'm glad people important. are enjoying it. That's the idea, and that's what makes me uh, keep doing it. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, what we're going to do today is um, let everyone know that you can reach Daniel again on his website and also through Facebook. And you have two pages on Facebook. And if you would like to go and see any of the images, please do so by going to the um, website. And I want to say Friday, make sure to tune in live. We're going to be live from New York City um, with The Cutting Room, and uh, we have some other interviews coming up as well. But I, I just really want to say, Daniel, to you that I really enjoyed having you on here, and we're going to end with a piece of music that um, I picked out for you. How would you like oh, that? I like it. You? Thank you, and thanks for having me on. <laughs> oh, please, yeah. And um, I will be chatting with you probably sometime today to uh, fill you in on a few things, too. Um, so Alrighty. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And again, if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes afterwards. And with that, we're going to end the show, and then we're going to go into some music. And make sure to tune in Friday, guys, 2 p.m. Indie Cafe. And we will be very excited to um, hear from Daniel again. We'll be having him back because Daniel's kind of like, has new things going on all the time. We're going to get you a new place, Daniel, a nice new place. All righty, great. All right. Thank you again. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Red Velvet Media with Holly Steffi. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time.